Yeah, I kind of put the cup down for a minute, but um, but honestly, it ain't nobody's business. Was in my cup, was in your cup, was in their cup. It's your cup, drink it. So whatever the hell was in my cup, the only reaction I did was got more popular, more successful, did a lot more things that I've ever done. I probably should pick that cup back up. <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at Keisha like, do you love me? Do you love me not? Damn, you hit the spot. Tastes like candy, sweet like fruit, ooh. wet like water. Can I love on you? Withdrawals, I'm feeling different. Every day I need a dose. Every now and then I'm missing. I got my times when I go ghost. But she mine. I'm stamping her. Priority status, so them other bitches mad at her. Too mad at her. Thumbing through a hundred thousand, I spent that times two on you. Caught myself, couldn't you lose? Then I pop back up like Pickaboo. Here I go, flyer than most. Louis V. Coke. Gas station, coffee cup, full on drive boats. No money came by happiness, but she found love. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to the Podium Podcast, episode 175. Shout out Moneybag, your number one album in the country. I fuck with the album, bro. I fuck with Moneybag. Moneybag, number one album in the country. Salute to Moneybag. I fuck with Moneybag, man. It's a cool dude, man. Like, he country, but he don't force himself on you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't talk too much, and then you laid back. You know, I like that. I like the rappers that's like loud when you see them, but they don't say a lot. Like he don't talk a lot, but he's loud. I like that. Like he not black youngster. Black youngster be just saying shit. This nigga be everybody's a whore. It's hilarious, but it's a lot. They're like that, damn nigga. I don't want to hear none of your song. I just want to hear you talk now. Like he's hilarious. That nigga, yo, black youngster's fucking funny. He's hilarious to me. That nigga's mad funny. Whore, whore. Like how you pronounce the 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 W. Who the fuck pronounced whore? Yeah, funny guy. Uh, episode 175. Jeez. Guys, you know, we like getting close to 200. This is crazy, man. 200 episodes. And this is like, eh. These, these shows are so easy to do now. It's like, you know, I'm surprised I'm not further. Um, you know, I, <laughs> if I didn't take off so much time all the time, I would be, I would be at 200 of shit with <laughs> that ass. Um, but anyway, fresh back from Georgia, went to see family down South, see my cousins and my little cousins and my aunt and my uncle and everybody I could see. I saw, you know, I haven't seen my family since grandma died last year. So it was very important to me to go down there and connect with my folks, man, and see your people. See your people, man. Nipsey said, make time for your folks. He meant that. Make time for your folks. Um, I was down there for like nine, ten days. Very, 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 very uh, interesting time I've had, I would say. Because, um, you know, my cousin told me she might have to move when I get there. Like, I don't know. You know, I don't know. Um. I don't know if, it, if she said the day you come in, depending on when you come down here, I may be moving so you could help me move, but you might be here either before or after. So we'll see. Turns out I came down the day, week, the fucking weekend she had to fucking move by Monday. So now instead of me just chilling and relaxing, 
I'm fucking moving the beds and couches in 85 degree weather. Now, although I love the summer, I love the warm weather. You know, I didn't go down there for that, goddammit. I didn't have no shoes for that. Like, I'm out there in Union 4s moving couches and fucking cable man is like, yo, nice shoes, man. Surprised to see you moving in those. Nigga, I don't, I'm on vacation. I don't live here. I'm helping my fucking cousin move all her shit. But uh, we got it done. We got it done. You know, we got it done. Went to Six Flags. A lot of fun. Um, you know, it was uh, it was just cool being around people, man. You know, you didn't have to wear a mask. I'm saying, like, the mask down south is like, you can wear it, but you don't, it ain't no big deal if you don't. We ain't tripping, but some places do mandate that you wear them, even though Georgia don't give a fuck about that shit. But, um, yeah, in Six Flags, they just like, you got a mask, bro, before you ride the ride. Like, the shit that I hate, you're going to make me put a mask on to ride a roller coaster. It's like, some shit has to stop, bro. Like, I'm on a roller coaster with a mask on. I'm supposed to scream and shit. How the fuck you do that with a surgical mask on your face? Looking fucking crazy. Like, it's mad fresh air blowing past everybody. We don't need the mask, my nigga. Somebody, if you're not wearing the mask on the plane, we will take you off the ride. Nigga, as soon as this shit go up, I'm taking it the fuck off. Suck my dick. Are you done? Suck my fucking dick with this mask shit. I'm sick of this. Can't wait till it's over, man. New York, we coming. We coming, New York. July 1st, baby. Right before 4th of July weekend. Remember last year, 4th of July, niggas like, fuck the 4th, man. We want Black Lives Matter. We protesting and shit. Right? Watch this 4th of July. Gonna be very different. Listen, like I tell you niggas all the time. People are fucking momentary revolutionaries. Everybody's so fucking gung-ho to talk shit about things when it's in the moment. When the last time y'all spoke about that girl that got shot by that cop with the knife? Hmm. We ain't been talking about that lately. Been mighty quiet about that. I told y'all the internet is too fast to care. Now the funny shit about it, nothing even happened to take our minds off the shit. Time just went on and, you know, niggas started to realize slowly, like, you know, maybe that cop wasn't wrong. LeBron deleted his tweet, embarrassed himself. Sometimes you just got to chill. But everybody want to be momentary revolutionaries. They only fucking active when shit is going on, when shit is in the news. They don't never present you no information. They just re- regurgitate the shit you already been hearing all fucking day. Did you know that these shot that girl? I, I, I saw the videos. Did you see the video? I saw the video. How could you say? Bro, you, you putting emotion over logic right now. Like, let's, let's be real, okay? I know it don't sound good to say that they was wrong. They was, they was, we, 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 wrong we wrong. He was wrong. That's cool. We'll get him next time, man. We'll get him next time, those motherfuckers. You're going to get him next time. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. The New York, we coming, man. I'm hearing uh, the May, was it May 17th or 19th or something like that. The restrictions will be lifted and you can go in restaurants. And you can go in bars and you can go in places and ain't no more that fucking 35% capacity shit is lit, okay? It's fucking on. We'll tell you this, though. When I went to Atlanta, when you walk in them restaurants, them niggas don't be like, there's a weight of such and such. You walk right the fuck in the motherfucker. Okay? The, well, you know, the, the normal restaurants with space. 
Because I went to Slutty Vegan. Shout out Slutty Vegan ATL. There was a line, but I hear there's always a line there regardless of COVID. So uh, Black-owned, uh, Black-owned vegan company. Um, look them up. Slutty Vegan ATL. Excellent food. Excellent. Shout out my homegirl, Precious. She put me on. Appreciate that. Um, what else is going on? When I was in Atlanta, too, I noticed I noticed a lot of the kids got this Kodak black hairstyle right now. I'm thinking that's just like a Florida thing. You know, Kodak being from Florida, being from Miami. Um, it's a Florida thing. You've seen gunplay with the hair. You know, T-Pain hair was kind of like that when he first came out. Then he kind of like got him, I guess, sliced down or he untwisted him or something. I don't know. But it's a it's a thing for Florida. It's not uncommon to see people in Florida with it. If you've ever been to Miami, you've seen people with it. They walk around, it's common. In Atlanta, that was not a thing until now. You know, everybody in Atlanta usually had dreads. That was Atlanta's thing, the dreadlocks. Um, they really got that from Chicago. But, you know, whatever. I feel like after Chief Keef, everybody wanted dreads. That's just me. That's just me. Some people would say Lil Wayne, but I would... Mm, Nah, I don't know. Some people will say Future. No, Future was after Keith, Chief Keith. Niggas, niggas kind of wanted that look. But anyway, I say all that to say, uh, this is a common hairdo for Atlanta youngsters now. And it's a little weird to me that, like, that's not these niggas' hair. Bro, your hair is not that long where you could twist and lock it and it's a big fucking twig on your head. That that's not your hair. I don't give a fuck how long you was growing your hair through quarantine. Your hair never did that, bro. You have four huge knots that are perfectly shaped. You have a shape up with Beijing and about a pound of Beijing around your scalp. Who installed that shit on you, man? What y'all little niggas out here doing, bro? Niggas is out here getting hair put on. Like, what's up with y'all? We, we thought our Kelly was bugging when he had the weave braids. We did. We, we said R. Kelly was wildin'. Nigga, you old. Why you got braids, R. Kelly? You 40 talking about Chocolate Factory. Yo, what's up with you? Made a whole album about butthole pleasures. And y'all loved it. If your favorite R. Kelly album, Chocolate Factory, you nasty. Because he was nasty on that album. Anyway. They all look like Marlon Wayans from Don't Be a Minister Drinking Your Juice. You know what I'm saying? Remember that movie? Marlon had the four long little... We one had an antenna on it, a condom. A pacifier. It was all decorated like a Christmas tree. That's what these little niggas look like when I see them walk around like Marlon. Especially if they got a beat on. But, you know, I was learning about the culture. And I also want to say I'm so happy I didn't buy those Raging Bulls. Because, oh, holy shit. Hold, wait a minute. Wait a minute, man. Because, I, yo, I've never been a, seen a sneaker so sh- that I love disrespected in such a manner. It was the, it was the nasty Olympics in Atlanta at Six Flags over this week. It was the nasty awards, and a lot of these young niggas got an award. I'm just looking around like, yo, this can't be the youth. This is the youth that came up after me. And you got to think about it. When the change happened in music, when it wasn't about being nice no more, and it just became about being popular. Nigga, who gives a fuck if he can rap, nigga? Is the song hot? Then we got the Soldier Boy era where we got a lot of 
overnight rappers. We got there's your chain hang low, and we got the Laffy Taffy guys, and we got the fucking uh, you know, we had Soldier Boy. He has records, kiss him through the phone, and all kind of shit. And you had the ringtone era when people had was buying ringtones, and that was helping them go platinum. Remember that era? So these are the kids from that time now coming into being 18, 19, 20, 21 year olds. They're growing up in a in a in a society or a culture that changed. Fashion got weird. Like sexuality got a little uh blurred, you know? Whereas like now, it's probably like it's, there's nothing wrong with there's no shame in coming out as a homosexual musical artist. You still can, will be respected as a musician. You know, they would like, if God forbid, Michael Jackson, for example, now this might be a terrible example, but let's say somebody as big as Michael Jackson came out and said, hey, I'm gay, man. I like men. We would have banished them. We would have like, you know, even with, with, with uh, when they just found out, was, was, what's the name, was gay, um, What's the man named? Luther Vandross. Y'all knew Luther was fucking sweet, man. What the fuck? Y'all knew Luther was... Come on, man. Don't nobody lips be that glossy. Come on. He was prettier than the women he was doing duets with. Y'all didn't see it? Luther had his eyelash, eyebrows done. Come on. Anyway. Yeah, they grew up differently. They had the internet their whole lives. Imagine us growing up on the internet, like just knowing the internet and just having it and this is the normal thing. We are from the, the people in my age bracket, 35 and under, we from the, for 35 and up, we from the era of both where we seen technology literally tra- change in front of us. Whereas when we grew up, there was cassette players, CD players. We saw the MP3 era come about. We saw what Apple did with the iPods. And it was like, if you didn't have an iPod, nigga, who are you? What are you, you? How do you listen to music? And then from there, it was like, yo, we got too much people carrying too much gadgets. Why don't we just combine the phone with the iPod? Because they're not going to just, they're not going to, you know, they're not going to buy an iPhone if they can't put music on it. Like, why would I want this phone if my iPod has all my music? You need the phone to do both. We need to put MP3 players in phones. And in the beginning, you had to have a memory card and all of this shit. And the first iPhone was like an 8 gig. If you was balling, you got the 16 gig. And that was not enough. Music is a, there's a lot of music. People wanted to have shit in their phone. Time goes forward and, and the iPod is now obsolete. The CD player is whatever. Like, what, CDs, now, what are you going to do with a CD? Where do you even put it? Cars don't all have CD players now. So, you know, we grew up through that. These kids don't know what a fucking tape player or CD player. Like, them even, like, a tablet, like a laptop is weird to a kid. Like, they know what it is. That's a computer. Imagine what a desktop computer looks like to a kid. A young kid. Not us. We know, but a kid, like, that's a computer, that big thing. Looks like a TV. Oh, that's the computer. That's the keyboard. Why are you just on your laptop or an iPad? Because we didn't fucking have that in 2004, you little asshole. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Straight up. But, um, 
Yeah, the, the generation under us is very impressionable, easily manipulated, and easily distracted, as are we. But um, we need to. Uh, I feel for the uh, for the for, for most, and now this is me. I only can speak for me, right? but I personally, I like to stay up on everything that's current. Not for me to do it, just for me to know what's going on. So I want to know the music. I want to know the fashion. I want to know the sports. I want to know the slang. I want to know. I want to know what's going on out there. I'm very interested to see what's happening and what's current. Now, I don't necessarily want to participate, but I just want to observe. You know what I mean? Um, And that's how you pretty much don't age. You know, I started to notice over this weekend, I had a conversation with my cousin when we was hanging out. And he was like, yeah, I don't fuck with none of that new music. I'm like, wow, nigga, you ain't old. You only 35 like me. He's like, yeah, but I don't fuck with that new shit. I was like, okay. So it gets to a point in life where everybody reaches the age that they like and they stop trying to be young. They stay there. He's like, he found his age and he's like, I'm good here. There was an age, maybe it was 23, maybe it was 22. where He was like, this music here, the new shit coming out, I don't want to hear none of it. I just want to hear this shit and backwards. So it's like, my cousin can't tell you nobody knew. And that, that's crazy to me. They're like, yo, you fuck with A Boogie? Who the hell is that? Damn. One of the biggest artists in the fucking world. You don't know who that is. And there's nothing wrong with that because, you know, you know, he lives in Georgia. He's a cop. Like, what is he? My, my cousin. My, who, who's putting my cousin on the A Boogie? Who does he follow that's going to be bumping a book? And he's like, damn, whose song is that? You know? For my cousin now, he falls into the category of if it ain't on the radio or it ain't being popping on TikTok and nothing like that, or if it ain't a bona fide hit that everybody's listening to and you hear it constantly, I don't know what it is. And that's sad, bro. So you couldn't tell me the hottest rapper that's out right now. He couldn't. He don't know who the fuck Pooh is. He don't know what the fuck. Uh, uh, yo. Now, to people my age, like, yo, I don't know who Pusha is, but it's like, dog, that's fine. But you're, you old now. Once you stop learning, you're old. Like, think about old people. They don't want to learn shit. Imagine telling your grandmother to learn Instagram. She don't want to do that shit. Why the fuck should she have to do that shit? I'm old. It doesn't pertain to her. It doesn't, you know, but music? How could you give up on music? How could you give up on the culture like you grew up in? How could you not want to continue to and grow with the culture and know who's hot, who's not, and what like what the kids are into? Like maybe that's just me. Maybe I just have too much time. I don't know, but I like to like have conversations with people younger than me, and I can have any conversation because I know exactly what they're listening to. I know exactly what they're talking about. I know what the slang is. When I used to work in foot action, they, I was one of them. I wasn't the one, oh, what that mean, man? They, I wasn't the old nigga that they just cracking jokes on because I don't know the slang. I know I know what you said, nigga. I know all I mean. I talk like y'all still. I still talk like y'all. In certain, event, certain uh, environments, yeah. If I'm speaking to somebody my age, I'm going to speak a little bit more grown because I'm grown. But if I got to speak to the youth, I can speak to the youth. Now, y'all as parents, y'all kids is growing up day by day. 
They're becoming individuals. They're becoming their own people. And you are not in the loop of their world at all. And you don't want to be. But you should, though. Why you don't want to, like, stay young for your kids? It would be cool as hell. Like, when I was a kid, my mom stayed young to a certain extent. Like, my mom was the R&B queen. Any new R&B, my mom's had the CD. Any new, like, top rapper my mother had. Like, when 50 Cent came out, my mother had 50's album. My mother, I was a senior in high school when 50 came out. My mother was bumping 50 Cent's album. My mother. Was it embarrassing? Maybe. But I always thought it was cool that my mother knows who's hot. Now, no, she don't. My mother's pushing 60 years old. Why would she know who the fuck, uh, you know, Freddie Gibbs or fucking uh, uh, Trippy Red? She, why the fuck would my mother know that? But in her youth, she, to a certain point, till her kid was a senior high school, she knew the vibes. Even down to the fashion, the way my mom used to dress. When the lawsuits was popping, my mom's had all the Maniche suits. Now, you would think, now my mom's old. Why she dressed like that? Because, no, that's how people her age were dressing. Angie Martinez was velour suits. Every, that was the style. That was the shit. So she, my mother didn't let herself age until she eventually got married and was like, okay, now, you know, I found Islam. And now it's no need for me to, you know, I'm, I, I did all those young things. I'm, gro- I'm growing into a, you know, a lady, a woman now. I'm a woman fully. My kids are getting older. So she, you know, all of that, she, she, she found purpose at that point, you know? But, you know, even then, she still listened to the same music. She still listened to R&B. So I just, you know, I just don't want, I hate seeing that, man. Like, people, like, they, they settle on their age. Like, nah, I'm, this is where I'm at with it, and I'm, I'm here. I don't want to grow. I don't want to expand. I don't want to know none of that shit. It's like, mm. and I get it. You know, you want to look into more adult things. You want to know what's up with the stock market. I know about that. Or what's up with politics. I know about that. And it's like, yeah, but not knowing about that shit don't make you any less grown. You know what I'm saying? Don't make you any less mature, just less concerned with government, which a majority of people are. Like, a lot of people don't give a fuck or don't even care really about government you know, all that voting shit. <laughs> vote, vote. Everybody got to get out there and vote. That's the most, one of the most annoying things ever. And it makes you really not want to do it. Just shut up and remind me like a couple weeks. Hey guys, don't forget. Oh, word, I got to go vote Friday. Oh, Tuesday, whatever day they usually do it. I got to go vote Tuesday. Facts, facts. Just for the commercial. But when niggas do it for a year straight, this is like, yo, one more person put up a sign that say vote, I'm a snap. One more celebrity give a speech about how important it is to vote. I'm going to fucking cry. Our ancestors died for us. Bro, I understand enough, though. Like, sometimes it gets exhausting being black. So sometimes it's exhausting. It's like, this is a lot. It's so fucking much. Like, you got to be careful. You got to be cautious. You got to care about everything, even when you don't really give a fuck. You got to care because that's the black thing to do. You got to agree with the majority because if you don't, you're an Uncle Tom. Fuck having your free thoughts. This is what the uneducated ghetto people feel, and you should agree with us because we're the majority. Sorry that the free thinkers with logic don't agree, but if you don't agree, fuck you anyway. Okay, well, 
You guys can be wrong, and I'll just say nothing. That's what I've been doing as of late. Just shut it up. Just shutting up. Yeah. You don't got to say a damn thing. Isn't that amazing? LeBron James, you didn't have to fucking say anything. You didn't have to do that. You're busy. You know? But you want to be, you know, people look to LeBron for some kind of statements. And this is why Michael Jordan never spoke. You never heard Kobe talk about none of this shit. Basketball. That's it. Yeah, yeah, I hear all that and shit and everything going cool, but, you know. You know but Kobe was a Virgo. Y'all wouldn't understand. I wouldn't understand. Um, J. Cole. J. Cole. He's dropping his album. The offseason. May 14th, which is next Friday. And I, for one, cannot wait. Cole, thank you, brother. Thank you. Finally, the big dogs are starting to drop. DJ Khaled dropped his album. Um, now, listen. There's only so much. I don't. I want to. I want to say this. I love DJ Khaled. First of all, let me. I want to start with that. I love DJ Khaled. I love his positivity. I love his message. I love how he's his, I love how he's for his family and he's a family man. I love that. You know, I got nothing but love for Khaled. Nothing but love. Nothing but respect and love for DJ Khaled. However, it's starting to it's it's not cool anymore, brother. It's like, all right, you know, we we get the antics, you know, and this is like for me. I mean, you hear DJ Khaled dropping down. It's like, here we go. He's about to start fucking annoying you, you know? And I just want to say, I initially was in love with the Jay-Z and Nas record. First time I heard it, I was like, this is good. Like, compared to the shit we've been hearing, this is what we needed. And on the second listen, it got less impressive. On the third listen, it got less impressive. And I'm listening to the radio in, in the city and, in, and I'm in Georgia and I'm like, okay, they're dragging this Khaled drop. They, they're in pocket. 107.9 is in pocket in Atlanta. Like, that's they're in Khaled's pocket. Granted, Khaled would be considered a Southern artist because he's from Miami. So yeah, I get it. You know, you want to have Khaled on your good graces because you need him for things, radio shows. and You know, you want to book him and you want to do good interviews and everything like that. You want You want the relationship to be cool, but when are people going to start speaking the truth? The Jay-Z and Nas record is submitted. Now, look, you cannot like me for that. You could say I'm bugging, but I have a certain expectation when I hear Jay-Z and Nas on a record. And this is now their third song together, I believe. And I'll tell you what, Black Republicans was not impressive to me. Um... The song they have on American Gangster was a lot more impressive. Um, this song, initially, I thought it was great because you hear the Nas verse and it's like, okay, that's cool. And you hear the J verse and it's like, why is Nas on this record? Only DJ Khaled would force that. Where were the drums? Where, where, where's the beat? Uh, why is this shit so sad? What the fuck? Now, I can't blame DJ Khaled for the, the tone of the record. He didn't, 
He's not a rapper. He didn't fucking spit one lyric. Um, but as the producer, because I believe Khaled is the producer. Come on, man. Give us the, the, the beat is too dry, bro. I'm waiting for drums for the whole song. And I know the Jay-Z fans and the listeners that are out there that are like, oh, you're crazy. Jay-Z is the this. Just listen, Jay-Z wouldn't just never, never has to rap another word. And he he's already he's the greatest rapper of all time. So that's not the argument here. The argument is, was this necessary? Was it needed for a Khaled album? And I feel like with the new streaming things, people are getting number one albums and dragging it like it's an old school number one album. Fam, if you got two Drake records you put out a year ago, both songs charted, both songs streamed extremely well, and now you slip them on your album, that makes your album already pretty album already pretty high in streams first week off that little trick alone, right? So now you go get a record with Jay-Z and Nas, and a few days before the album dropped, you, you leak visuals, right? Now the video's great, great video. But the song here, And it's a lot of fucking samples on this album, Khaled. What's up? Hold on, hold on. Khaled, what's up with these samples? Are you Diddy? Like, I, I, like what the fuck is going on? You stealing Hitmaker's vibe right now? I don't know how, how, how tight y'all are into music, but if you, uh, Hitmaker, a.k.a. Young Berg, has been producing a lot of R&B records that are samples of other records. This entire album is Khaled sampling other shit. This wrong song is Song Cry by Jay-Z. You gave, you sampled Jay-Z's own record and put Nas on it. And James Fauntleroy, who killed this, by the way. Good job to him. But, bro. I mean, now, from, listen, it starts out well. Oh, my God, this sounds good. This, is, this is sounds very like a powerful record. Let's see what this is. Right. So I'm going to talk over this because I they will pull this podcast on Spotify if I just let the song play. So I'm going to talk through it. But listen to this shit here. Now I'm waiting for, for a beat to drop. I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for drums. There's no drums. Just pianos and sparkles. Okay, we have a baseline. Silicon Valley money mixed with Henny, that's a Fendi. Half a century almost, slice the green like a lawnmower. Till we all on, never fall off, hear a boss talk. You don't hear me, that's your loss. Okay. Now, Nas, I love you, bro. I'm Virgo brother. I love you with all my heart. But I'm, you're definitely in my favorite rappers of all time, for sure. Easily. Um, Now... I want you to stop doing songs with Jay-Z. I want you to stop that because at this point, it's too late. We wanted you and Jay to do records back in the day and it didn't happen. You beefed instead. So you don't fucking come 30 years later and do this. In 2021, you don't do this. We didn't need this now. We did not need this. This, this summer's coming. Who the fuck want to be drop? Who hear this in the party? Life. Fuck a coin toss, I'm Coinbase. Basically, cryptocurrency, Scarface. Join us, there's gotta be more of us. Now, I'm not disputing the lyrics. They were saying some things. But none of this shit's, this doesn't excite me. This is mid. They gave us mid. Biz, I know you gonna hear this and be like, yo, Mark is going fucking crazy. This is mid, Biz. 
It is. This is mid. I don't want Nas and Jay-Z to do another fucking record. I'm not saying this record is garbage, but I expect it better. It's just, and then the fact that it's a Khaled record makes me upset. Because if this was just a regular record that came out, I would have understood better. Like, oh, no, that's all right. But because it's a Khaled record, it makes you like, kind of hate it a little bit. Because it's like, they gave this to Khaled? But they, they, they could have kept that for themselves. But, you know, at the same time, anything Jay do pretty much going to work. Anything Nas do is pretty much going to work. So they just throwing Khaled a favor, you know, to help him sell because he has lost all selling potential. It's like, yo, the album, it, I'm, I'm going to go through this album, y'all. No. Take it. This song is pretty fire. This little baby and little dirt. DJ Khaled. Scratched a million off my checklist three years ago. At two zeros to the one, I'm in a different mode. It sounds like a take heat beat. I want to be with different hoes. You know the pick and roll. I picked her up and sent her home. Okay. Now this Cardi record. We the best music. Cardi sounding real different on this. I like this flow, Cardi. I don't know who wrote it. I get big paper, so I deal with big haters. Uh-huh. Big, big paper, so I deal with big haters. Ooh, big, big paper, talking her so shit. I deal with big haters. Got, got it out the mud, they ain't do me no favors. Ain't no bitch like her, that's why these bitches don't like her. Mm. I respect shit, starters, not no shit typer. Mm. Three year break, I still get the shit hyper. Mm. Shot back to the top, don't make a bitch snipe ya. Big body, they can fuck with me hardly. Body anybody saying they don't know my body. Mm. I Bitches move culture out the car seat. Got these hoes nervous, I can spit it to their heartbeat. Super valid, anytime I link Cali. Uh-huh. Gun plaques hang on every wall in my palace. Clips don't push to anybody speaking malice. Fashion icon, couple million for my status. Five number ones, you got five number nuns. Sleeping on Cardi, all that napping shit done. Mm. Oh, put your head, all that capping shit done. I like that, Cardi. I like that. I like how she's sounding on that. But look, here we go. Now, you can't tell me Rihanna wasn't made for this record and she just said no. Like, no, bro, no, bro. I gave you two. Enough. Okay? I gave you Wild Thoughts and I gave you something else. I don't remember what other she got. I think she did give him another one. I don't remember. But it's like, fam, leave me alone. So <laughs> he went and got her for this. And it doesn't make sense to get her. She's not West Indian as far as I know. But she doesn't make West Indian music. She's an R&B singer. But here we go. With the Migos. Now, I told you, Khaled sampled a bunch of shit. This is Shorty Low. Another one. This is Shorty Low. DJ Khaled. With a reggae twist. Now, that wouldn't be me if I didn't play y'all the original. Come on, Khaled. Too, too early. And, and Shorty Lowe's is better. Come on, man. This is a classic. Don't you touch this, Khaled. Don't do this again. Leave shit alone, bro. Get some Post Malone shit so there's a guitar. Not a fan of it. This is the shit with Bieber. Um, I don't think this is old. But I'm not sure. But this is a song with him and 21 Savage. Weird combination. 
Khaled. I I um I wanted to put 21 Savage on a song with Justin Bieber, just me. This is another one. We the best music. Bryson Tiller, little baby. Another one. And Roddy Rich. Now Roddy DJ actually killed this Khaled. record. It's a good record right here. It's good to hear Jeremiah again. You know that one. We the best music. Yeah. Now this one is another one. Another one. Another one. This Another is one. a boogie. We all get together. DJ Khaled. Big Sean. This is my year. I like good girls. And Rick Ross. Yeah. I like bad bitches. And Extended Puff. long hair. Now, Puff is on here talking his talk. Khaled, these collaborations. You don't put a boogie on the song with Big Sean and Rick Ross. That. Why would you do that? If A Boogie's doing the hook, got no issue. You gave him the first verse. You don't, you don't, I'm not an artist. But as a listener, I would not want to hear A Boogie go first. Surprise me with him in the middle. Pause. But whatever. But, uh, yeah. A lot of uh, sampling going on. Here, this is the song with Timberlake. I don't get this either. Yeah. Um. Come on, man. This is Ghostface, my nigga. What are you doing? We the best music. Are you kidding me? Khaled, don't you ever touch this again. Don't. You don't touch this. I'm getting on my own way. These days I ain't trying to complicate. Now, sounds like a Chris Brown record. My heart's in the right place. Why is Timberlake singing in that tone? That is not his pitch. That is not his tone. That is Chris Brown's tone. This song was obviously written for Christopher. Chris Brown probably told Khaled, no. I'm fucking sick of this shit. Now I'm done with you. I done been on like four albums, nigga. What is it over? When is it over? How many compilations do you, when do you make a, a, a fucking, you just group up rappers for the year and make a mixtape with this is all the hot rappers this is my album. I don't do anything but make beats. And they rap on my beats. So sometimes they're my beats, sometimes they're not. But I touch knobs in the studio with Juan, and I show you guys on Instagram. Khaled, you take this album, and you get the fuck out of here, bro. Um, Now let's move on from music. Uh, Yeah. Tory Lanez did a... Uh, Concert on YouTube. Pretty dope. If you guys haven't checked it out, check it out. Tory Lanez performed. Oh, sorry. On YouTube. It's pretty fucking interesting. So. Yeah. Oh. Now, um. There was an, uh, incident <laughs> that I seen with a, um, a podcaster. Somebody bring this to my attention. Today, black podcast host says, fuck the police, you're nothing to us. Then hours later, kills one by running him over with her car. Black podcast host says, fuck the police, you're nothing to us. Then hours later, kills one by running him over with her car. This is the story. Going down a police officer while driving drunk. I'm sorry. What are you sorry for? 
Now look at this. It's the same woman just hours earlier as she live streams a podcast in which she appears to be drinking shots and washes it down with Snapple. She ends the podcast this way. The police. Where are you coming from? The dead officer Anastasio Sacos was directing traffic at an accident scene on the Long Island Expressway when Jessica Bouvet allegedly plowed into him at around 2 a.m. Cops say the woman with her front windshield shattered fled the scene, sending other cops diving out of her way. When they chased her down, they say she threw her car into reverse and rammed a police car before they could take her into custody. Damn. The 32-year-old suspect owing Jesus Christ. Now listen, we got to relax. What the fuck was that? You see what I'm saying? And I keep saying these temporary activists. Here you go. On your podcast, drunk. Alcohol is the devil. That's why I don't touch that shit. Got drunk, jumped in your car, ran over a cop, killed him. Now you're going to jail. And you were just talking about it on your podcast where you're on video taking shots so you're done now granted she was under the influence they might hit her with 25 but yeah you go do them 25 girl and that's a damn shame okay let's see what else is that oh happy birthday to my dog Gigi My beautiful dog. She was so happy to see me. Y'all should have seen her. I wasn't even thinking to like pull my phone out and record that. But it was so beautiful. She ran to me. And she was like, oh, this nigga, where you been? Yeah, it was nice. I uh, took her to get a little cake. She didn't need it. She didn't like it. But um, had a good long walk. Spent all day with her. And um, yeah, man, she's doing well. She's doing great. She's... um. She's definitely a, a light in my life, and um, I appreciate her just being a good dog and, you know, helping me find a part of myself that I thought was lost. I didn't think I could care for anything again. I didn't think I could, like, love anything again. And Gigi showed me that I could. So thank her. Love her. Help. Because, you know, no matter how mad I might get at her, you know, I love my dog. Like, for real. It's, like, crazy. But, um, yeah. So, moving on. Uh, I want to go live, but I also want to um bring a topic to discuss here. Um... Bill Gates getting a divorce. Something's going on. Something is going on. <laughs> when uh when your wife wants to uh leave with all the shit Bill Gates is tied up into, she saw something she didn't like. And this is not a good look. I don't know what the fuck going on. Because you divorcing the richest, one of the richest men in the world, what the fuck he do? Because I know he ain't cheating. 
What pussy Bill Gates is pulling? And what bitch ain't extorting him? He'll pay it. He ain't fucking no black bitches. I'll tell you that shit. Um. Okay. So, um. Yeah. Let's go live, man. Let's see what the fuck going on. Let's go live. Will Smith is bugging. Will Smith, put your titties away, bro. Okay. Put, 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 come on, Will Smith. Get out of here. Gotta stay strong. Gotta keep pushing on. They say God ain't gonna put nothing on your shoulders you can't handle. I'm being tested right now, y'all. Make sure y'all pray for me and my family. Uh-oh, Snoop. This Derek Jackson nigga still got all these follows. Last time he posted something. April 9th, DMA. Fuck you, nigga. Um, let's look for a while and see what the fuck. Let's see, hold on, what the fuck? Sorry, y'all, I'm, I'm, I'm bad. I'll be doing the same shit on the phone. <laughs> All right, you got to go live. Let's be... Yeah. Oh, let me cut the light on. Damn, do I need to cut the light on? It's dark in here. Yeah, let me cut the light on. Hold on, y'all. Okay. Shit. That's some light. Ah, yes. Okay. And we are live and we are back. Now, I was thinking about some shit the other day. Um, and I, um, I had a conversation. And in the conversation, um, I was more so listening than than talking because um you know I I like to hear people tell them tell on themselves. I like to hear people to say say out loud the shit that they did back to themselves and if they pick up how crazy they sound saying the shit. So this young lady I was talking to said she once picked up a dude she was talking to from his baby's mother's house. Fucked him and then dropped him back off over there. And she said that with a straight face and I'm like, "Okay, so you don't think something wrong with you for that? Like, like I don't understand the stupid shit people do. And I don't never take accountability for the stupid shit they do. So I had to give her a lesson in accountability. Anything you allow in your life is your fault. I don't know who, why your parents didn't teach you that. Anything that happens to you in your life is your fault. Trace it, trace it back. Trace it back. Y'all will get with a, with a girl and blame the girl. Nigga, you knew that girl wasn't good for you. You stayed with that bitch. 
all your niggas told you, bro, you got to get out of that shit, bro. She's killing you. But your pride wouldn't let you leave her. You thought, you know, I could get back in control. No, you was never in control, motherfucker. Anytime you can't control your woman, it's because you can't control your woman. You, she would never let you run her. It would never work. It would never happen. If she's the boss of the relationship, she's going to continue to be the boss because that's all she knows about from you. You not fit to lead. You know why your girl give you a hard time and always bitching? Because she can. She don't respect you that way to, to shut up and not say that shit. She get with a whole new nigga. She don't get that nigga all that mouth. Because you know why? Because she trusts that nigga. Nah, he on his shit. I ain't got to worry about him. That other nigga, Darius, had to stay on his ass. I like this new nigga. I ain't got to stress him. He got it. I don't got to tell him nothing. He, got, he handled his business. Right? Shorty, you get with this guy. You know he has nothing going on. Nothing. He's not about shit. But you like him. You know what I'm saying? So you give him chance after chance. And even when he do shit to turn you off, because you think he has potential, you fucking stick it out. He's going to be, he's, he can, he will, he, he told me, he promised me a lot of that. And then the shit don't never come to pass. And then you blame him. You stayed there. You chose that man. That's on you. That's accountability. Blaming yourself too. Yeah, it could be him. He could have fucked up and been trash. But you got to blame yourself too. You allow that motherfucker to come into your life and do that shit. And because you hurt, you're looking for somebody to blame. It's easy to do that. It's easy to be like, it's your fault. It's hard to say, damn, I fucked up. It's harder to say that. But you got to learn to say that. Yo, I fucked up. I fucked up. She got me. He got me. And then people that be feeling sorry for niggas like that. Like, why y'all be feeling sorry for niggas? Don't never sit there and complain to me about a problem you have the answer to. You have the, people will complain about a problem. They have, oh, I'm sick of this nigga, man. This nigga this, this nigga that. Why you don't leave him? They come up with every excuse under the sun why they still there. <laughs> so shut up then. Like, nigga, if you ain't going to fucking do nothing, then you go to a I don't want to hear that shit. The fuck up. Stop bitching and do something or just shut up. You tired of the nigga? Get the fuck out of there. Ain't nobody making you stay. You pick that motherfucker. Don't nobody want him but you. Shit. It's like it's pissing me off. Anyway. I got a question in the comments. Ladies, what do you not, what do you most not understand about men? Men, what do you not understand about women? I want to get some dialogue going. Fellas, what about women do you not understand? Maybe we could get some ladies in here to help us. Ladies, what is it about men that you don't understand? There's some fellas in here that can help you understand men better because a lot of the problem be misunderstanding. Don't nobody understand each other. You're supposed to have a general idea about women. You're supposed to have a general idea about men. There shouldn't be no learning the person as you go. Everybody, you should know the type of... I always tell people too. See, I could give y'all my little thing I wrote. There's three different type of niggas and there's three different type of females, right? And you got a Brenda, you got a Chelsea, you got a Keisha. A Brenda, she's a fucking little square. She goes to work, she come home, you know what I'm saying? She's a square girl. She don't do too much partying. She's not that social. Brenda, uh, Chelsea, she outside. She party, 
But she also was square on the low, too. She ain't do mixy shit, but she does go out in her circle. And she's an outside person. She's busy. She likes to be busy. She likes to do things. She likes to have fun. Her friends are her world. And you got to understand that. Then you got Keisha. That's the gold ghetto girl everybody love. Everybody love a hood chick. Hood chicks be fly. Hood chicks be having bodies on them. Hood chicks just got a allure. So everybody love the hood chick, but everybody can't handle a hood chick. See what I'm saying? She usually pull other hood niggas, or she pull niggas with money, or she pull square niggas that's trying to fight for her interests and trying to prove themselves to her all the time. It's very frustrating that a man is trying to prove himself to her. You're not in her world. She ain't never going to accept you the same way she would accept a nigga from her world. A hood chick has to respect the nigga she fuck with, or she will violate you. She will disrespect you. She will use you. A Chelsea, she has to meet somebody that has her attention in her world. She got to meet her man in her element, at, out and about, at a party, at a social gathering. She's she not going to meet that nigga in the street, Instagram. It's not going to happen. She got to see him around. Like, y'all be seeing this nigga around. I like that nigga. Brenda, you could pack her just, she's, she's easy. She just, you know, she's, you know, she's a square. She don't know games. She don't know none of that. So everything you do to her is just new to her. So they usually end up with the niggas that be bum-ass niggas, right? But they see they found a nice little calm, sweet girl, got a nice family. He could bum off her, and they'll usually go for that. And you got three different type of niggas, too. You got a Tyrell. You got a fucking, no, you got, fuck. Forgot the other names. Oh, Chuck. (laughs) Charles, Chuck, and Tyrell. Charles is a square nigga. Don't know nobody. Don't nobody know him. Regular dude. Low key. Ain't nothing about him flashy. You don't know. He's a regular guy. Then you got Chuck. Chuck been hurt by a few joints. Chuck went to college. Chuck got a few bitches. Chuck be in the streets. Chuck outside. Then you got Tyrell. Tyrell's a hood nigga. Few baby mothers. Bitches love this nigga. He been to jail a few times. He just attract females. He ain't shit. They know he ain't shit. But because he's attractive, all these women want that nigga. So you got to know what you're dealing with when you fucking with these people. What category is the chick you trying to get? Can you even keep up with her? Why are women so prideful? Because men are prideful. Men are just as prideful as women. We both fucking stupid. That's why we clash. That's why we clash. Every Somebody always want to be the boss. That's be the whole argument in relationships. that Somebody got to be the boss. I'm not listening to you. You go listen to me. Nobody want to fucking concede and compromise. Everybody want to run somebody. They want to run shit. Everybody ain't built for that. Niggas don't be built to join, to, to fucking, uh, you don't be built to run no woman for real. It take a lot to, for a woman to just lay back and let a man run the show. You got to have your money together. You got to have your shit together. She has to feel safe around you. If you just still getting your, everything you doing is trying to get back the whole time she with you, you was trying to get back. You used to be this up nigga. Now you in between and you trying to get back. That shit get annoying, bro. When the fuck you gonna get back? You shouldn't be trying to date nobody if you always trying to get your back on your feet. They distracting you and you you wasting their time because you didn't have you ain't ready. You ain't ready, son. You gonna be ready for it. You know what's something interesting too? I was talking about the other day. How long y'all think people go have to go to college? 
how long, how many people still believe you should go to college? Like, what's the upside of it? And what's the purpose? If people could start businesses from teenagers. Let's say a kid started a business at 15. By the time he's 20, he's five years into his business. And he's been making money. What about college would make him want to go? Yeah, that, I don't think that college shit go last. In the next 20 years, I don't think, I think that's going to be out of here. Out of here. Technology's only going to keep advancing. These apps is going to keep growing. It's going to be so much more opportunities. A regular job going to look weird to a kid. Could you, yo, we used to fill out job applications, bro. Remember that shit? That was some of the most embarrassing, most degrading, depressing shit ever. You're 16, you got your working papers, you in the mall. I right, can I have an application? Oh, we're not hiring right now, but you could take this. No, you're not fucking hiring. Why you give me this shit? And then we really sat there and filled that shit out. Hoping Foot Locker call. And them niggas ain't calling you. Always went to get the lit jobs. Niggas wanted to work in Jimmy Jack. Niggas always wanted to work in a store. Niggas never wanted to work in McDonald's. Niggas always wanted to work in some fly shit. Oh, nah, you know, I work in hyperactive. Nigga, no, so, nigga. <laughs> but you get a discount on academic jeans, bitch. The fuck out of here, nigga. He's coming in. Fuck your store up. Yeah, college gonna be a dub. College already kind of looking looking away. Cause who the fuck is paying to go to school in the pandemic? I'm who the fuck. It's gonna get to a point where kids ain't gonna be fucking with school after a certain grade. Cause it's all about and they didn't what they didn't tell us when we was young was yeah get your education because the education used to lead you to the money. The dumb it's some dumb rich motherfuckers out here. Dumb, but they just had a, they just did well with an opportunity. There's going to be niggas out here rich off Bitcoin that can't even count. So, you know, that's what I was saying in the beginning of the show. I didn't do a lot with it, but you got to keep up with this, this shit, man. Keep up with all this shit happening because you could get lost and you're going to miss out on a lot of opportunities. You were scared to take a risk and scared to learn and scared to just go forward with shit. Gotta keep learning. Don't stay old. Don't be talking about, nah, I'm too old for that. Too old for what, nigga? Who the fuck said there's a cutoff for fun? Niggas think that you 30-something, you supposed to just be so mature and so cool and you supposed to be so fucking uh, grown. Like, what, nigga? That's, they lied. Niggas told you a lie about life. The key to life is have a bunch of fucking money so you can do whatever the fuck you want. Okay? They put a bunch of shit in the way Tell you this is how you get the money. No, then no, not no more. Not no more. You don't gotta go to college to get a job no more. That shit is asinine to I'm busy to be honest with you. You're gonna go to school to work for another motherfucker for the rest of your life. And they're gonna call it that's called a career. So no, 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 no. That, what the fuck? They never tell you what the fuck you actually doing, but that is literally what you're doing. You're going to go to school to learn to work for someone else and make them money. You're not going to make the money that you make them. Yeah. Sounds fucked up because it is. Company, you ain't never going to own that company. They ain't never going to make you a shareholder. They ain't never going to make you president. Give a fuck how many years you put in that firm <laughs> till you start your own. You know, if you were, ever worked in law, you understand why lawyers always go start their own firms with people. 
know what I'm saying? They law firms will, you know, they start firm. You got to start your own. You can't stay in a law firm and come up. Oh, I made partner. Yeah, but you made partner in that firm. And you could be another partner. You could be a fucking the guy at your own firm. Anyway, yeah, college shit is college is a uh, it's a trap, man. And we, I, I'm trying to understand is when are we going to start to tell the kids this? When are parents going to sit down with their children and have real conversations? Like I'm not a parent. Right. So I can't tell people how to raise their kids. But if I were a parent and I had a child in junior high, I think around like maybe eighth grade, I would start talking about their future. Like, yo, you about to go to high school. You know, you thought about what you're going to do when you're done with school, like when you finish for real. Like, is there anything you're interested in? Any kind of businesses you're thinking of? Like. I would help my kid to start their business. Right. At, At whatever age they are, maybe they got a little. You know, kids be in all kinds of shit. Maybe my kid would make like a special slime that don't dry out and we can make millions off that. And he's fucking 13 and he just figured it out some way in the kitchen that he just, you put this in it, never dries out, dad. Really? Let me do some research and find out. Oh, there's a market for that. Simple as that. My, my kid, what are you going to go to college? And he going to make millions off that. Do you still need an education when you have all the money? Because when you have all that money, do you go to work still? Do you work? No, your work is whatever you do. You get paid for whatever you do. Rappers don't go to school. Fucking artists that make money off their art, they're not still in school. They get, I do art all day. I'm an artist. I'm a musician. I make music all day. I don't do nothing else. I don't punch a clock. I don't go to work. So if you don't need school for what you're doing and you got money, and then with, with the internet, who the fuck is doing the homework anymore? I'm Googling all the math homework. I'm not doing this shit. Niggas cheat through college all the time. Like half the niggas that graduated college never fucking did all that work. Fucking cheated. If you didn't cheat through college, you just stupid. Like why, nigga? Who's, what they, what they going to say? Oh, you're, well, this diploma, you cheated on a test. Nigga, give me my shit. I fucking graduated. Cheated or not, give me my shit. Niggas cheat in college all the time. You get to find a little smart bitch, you know, you make her do your work. She turning into papers and all of that. Niggas been doing that. Athletes. If you're a good athlete, you ain't even need grade. They gonna make sure you're straight. Oh, don't worry, you good. The fuck? I never went to college. I never wanted to go. I didn't see the point. For me, I didn't know what I wanted to do out of high school. I didn't know. So what the fuck I'm going to go to school and do? Like just go to go because all my friends went. I didn't, I didn't know what I wanted to be. It was like, there's no point in me going to college. I don't even know what I want to be. Like, you could change your mind. You could go to college from 17, do your four years, get your degree. 21, you out of there. By 25, you want to do something else. And you got to go back to school again. I just, I just made all this debt the first four years I was there. So it's hard. Like, what, what are you really getting out of that shit? Job market is fucked up. They about to open offices back. We'll see how that looks. Especially with this COVID shit, kids, she's doing work remote. Ne- that would have never fucking worked. In my, and when we was kids, we didn't even have the internet. So that remote shit, our parents was not home to be teaching us. That was ne- I couldn't imagine my mother home from work. Trying to teach me algebra. 
she would have a heart attack. She'd have fainted. How the fuck? And we didn't have no computer where you could see the teacher and they could show you what they doing. We got that shit. Niggas was going to school. Listen, put your mask on. Take your ass to school. I got to go to work. Now this world is fucking different. People going to die, man. It's like they were trying to stop. It was like, it was like fucking COVID was Thanos and, and fucking the government was fucking Iron Man or some shit. Iron Man died, my nigga. He's dead. Like, you, you, you'll die trying to fight Thanos. It's just, it's better let him have it. Son, a pandemic in 2002, niggas would have been in school every fucking day. Still. Niggas would have wanted to go to school. What? They said we was going to school in fucking 10 inches of snow. In fifth grade. Two feet of snow. School wasn't closed. No, bring your ass. The teachers is here. The teachers is really there. <laughs> you ever thought about that, bro? Like, we was going to school in blizzards, and the teachers was there. Like, the teachers ain't even call out. That's tough. Yo, Mr. Rothman, you tough, man. You was, <laughs> you was really pulling up in a blizzard with, with us. This nigga there with 40 belows on in a fucking snow face uh, scully. Hey, kids, nigga, he's soaking wet. Had to dig his car out that morning. Had a hell of a fucking day. Oh, we don't even think. That's why the teachers is always so fucking fed up. They underpaid. They had to do mad shit just to get to work. And they got to deal with these badass hood ass kids. Shit. Yeah, today kids is very soft. You can't even call a kid ugly joking with them. They'll really believe that and try to kill themselves. Yo, you's an ugly little nigga. What do you mean? Damn, I was joking, dog. You, you crying, nigga? Gonna kill myself. Why are you gonna kill yourself, bro? What the fuck? It's <laughs> not a reason to kill yourself. They be ready to kill yourself. Anything, like, yo, you know you can't take that back, nigga. You still you, you cut that wrist and you bleed out. You're gonna die. And what do you want me to do? It's soft, man. Whole world is different, though. And I've noticed too when I was in Atlanta. Yo, kids be having like neck tattoos and shit at like 16. What the fuck is going on? I seen a kid couldn't be no more than 16, 17. Neck sleeve. Had a whole sleeve on his neck of tattoos. He was like 16, 17 years old. Tattoos everywhere. I'm like, yo, bro, how old are you? I wanted to ask him, how old are you? Are you in a rush to look so grown? You don't, don't you ain't gonna want them tattoos by 40, bro. I'm trying to shoot this. Promise you this. I don't think niggas be expecting to live long anyway. The way they be living, these niggas be shooting at each other all crazy. Even them where I might live at, these little niggas be shooting at each other and shit. One of my homegirl's sons got got shot. It's like wow, like I watched that little boy grow up. Now he out here beefing with niggas, grown men. He got shot, like shit. Shit get real. You remember when you see him as a little innocent baby? Like yo, you look just like your pops, man. Wow, yeah. Now your son's getting shot like, damn, you're kidding the streets? What the fuck? I got friends my age that's grandmothers, bro. Grandmothers. Friends my age that had kids at like 16, 17, and now they kid got a kid and they 35. I'm getting fucking old. And people keep telling me, oh, you gotta have a baby, you better hurry up. Listen, that ain't for everybody. Kids ain't for everybody, okay? And most of y'all kids was accidents anyway, so don't be pushing that shit on me. Like, y'all fucking, get the fuck out of here. Fucking. 
Niggas wouldn't be acting like they wanted their kids. No, you ain't want them at first. After a while, you just said, fuck it, they here. Might as well feed this little shit and look just like me. You know what? He's kind of cool. We can talk now. You know, it gets there. And then you meet somebody else and have another one. And then you start liking kids. But niggas be have no, y'all first kid was not was not planned, bro. Stop that. Talking that dumb shit. Oh, you got to have a kid. Why? Because you slipped up, nigga? You, no, nigga. Everybody first baby was a mistake. You never meant for your baby moms to get pregnant. That just happened. I was fucking, and she just was like, yo, I'm pregnant. And he was like, what? The fuck we gonna do? I wanna have it. Okay, fuck. Niggas wasn't happy when they heard that. Text chain fucked your whole day up. I'm pregnant. What? Yo, I gotta go. I'm sick. I'm about to throw up. What happened? I, I can't talk about it right now. I just got a fucking picture mail of a stick <laughs> with an emoji with a tear on it. Call this bitch she in the bathroom crying in the shower. Hello. Where you at? I'm home. What the fuck you doing? I'm in the shower crying. Why? I can't believe I'm fucking pregnant. I thought you pulled out. I did. Nigga <laughs> <Think> lied. <laughs> he left it in there for two shots. He didn't think it would happen and did. He got a junior out of it. That's how niggas be having babies. Not backing like y'all planned y'all shits. Nobody wanted a kid at 20. Nobody fucking wanted a kid at 20. Okay? So shut up. There's no plan B's when your baby was a baby. Okay? If you got a 12-year-old in 2000 and fucking, uh, what was that, 9? There wasn't no plan B's like that, bro. Niggas was young. Niggas was just fucking. Niggas was, you know, you had a girl. You... You're going raw. You be young. We just happy to be going raw. Maybe just be happy to have one joint you could go raw in all the time. You could sleep over there because her mom's cool with you. She could come by you because your mom's vibe with her. Maybe just be happy to have some in-house pussy from time to time. She could pull up. Everybody know her. She sleep over. It's no big deal. And then here come the baby. I've seen it too many times. Too many times. How I ducked that in my early years, I will never know. Probably because I was like in a relationship from young and my, my ex was not with that kid shit. So, yeah, maybe that was, was, maybe she saved me because I was, I don't know. We never had no slips or nothing. I was scared. I'm still scary with that shit. I'm still scary with that shit, man. That kid shit. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And people, we could be like, it ain't that bad. Why you acting like that? Nigga. Remember when you had your first kid? All right, now imagine me going, I'm not going through that. I don't want to do that. Maybe it was around in 09. Well, we wasn't, no, I didn't know about them shits. I ain't know nothing about those. I ain't know nothing about Plan B's in 09. I didn't know. But I wasn't wilding in 09. Remember, I, had a, I, was in a, I wasn't even cheating no shit like that. So I was a good nigga, so I really, I wouldn't know. I don't know when it came out, but I guess it saved a lot of niggas. Saved a lot of niggas a lot of money. That little 50 was worth it. It could have cost you 50000 I know niggas on child support that's just ready to end it all. It's like, yo, when am I going to get away from, like, it's, this is it. I should have never had that kid, bro. I should have never busted that girl. And that's the shit that'd be more funny. Because it's like, when you having the baby, you happy. You know, you get, you settle in. She's pregnant. 
You're going to be a family. You're going to have a baby. And then time goes on and y'all start to grow. You know, because y'all was young. Like I said, nobody wants to have a baby at 20 years old. That's not some news you're happy about at 20, 21. You're not happy about that. I don't give a fuck who you are. Right? But you, this is what it is. This is your reality. Time goes on. You know, she's been pregnant for like a damn near a year. You've been out and about. You got your freedom. And then, you know, you're, you're, you're maturing, you're progressing as a man. You're growing. She, as a woman, is starting to have those instinctual mother things start to happen. She's feeling like a mom and all this other shit, right? So now she's in mommy mode. She's a parent. You're a father, but not yet because the baby not here yet. She got an issue with you always doing what you want to do while she's home pregnant. Not your fault that she can't party. I mean, technically it is, but physically it's not your fault. I didn't. It's not my fault women carry babies in their stomach and can't do shit when they're pregnant. I didn't make it that way. That's just, that's the world. Hey, well, I got to fucking stay in the house with you on Saturday night. I've been here all week. I'm going out. Resentment. Baby comes. Now you're a father. You see your child. That's my baby. That's mine. That's my son, my daughter, whatever it is. Trying your best to be a man and take care of the family and that resentment still in her. She still don't feel you doing enough. She still don't feel like you a man enough yet. Like you don't, you just not doing enough for her. No matter what you do, it's not enough. And then she starts to lose feelings now. So now everything's starting to swirl. Now you progressing as a man, you starting to mature now, understanding I got a kid to take care of. I've taken care of my woman. And then here comes the split. It happens every fucking time. That is why I don't want children anymore. Because if I can't be with the mother forever, and I can't be with my kid and my girl at this, like forever, I don't want to do it. And I'd rather not do that shit at all. And you cannot predict if you're going to be with your baby's mother. You can't, there's no way of knowing that. That's no way. That's too much of a risk for me. I feel like for me, that's like, that's what made me never want to have kids because of that. You could be with your baby moms for years. Have a baby. Relationship goes to shit. Damn, y'all was together 13 years. Yeah, well, now it's over. After the baby, though? The baby major? Goddamn, I was together 13 years. I know people that was with their baby father 15 years. Had a baby, then broke up. Like, well, damn, was it the kid? What the fuck changed everything? How is it being selfish if I don't want a kid? That's a choice. See, that's the thing. People think y'all had all these accident babies. Y'all think a kid is a gift. It ain't no fucking gift. Okay, that's a, <laughs> not a gift. A gift is something somebody can get without you knowing. Okay, that is not a gift. And it, it is, is it selfish? No. Life is as hard as you make it. If you don't want children, you don't have to have any. That's your right. Your job is not to come on this planet and reproduce. Your job is to come on this planet and impact it in some way. And now you can reproduce if if you feel so. You know, you want to do that. Yeah. I don't think it's selfish, though. Your parents might feel a way, oh, you know, I want a grandchild. Well, listen, you should have had more kids when you was having me. And you had a better chance. You should have had three kids, maybe, instead of fucking two. Should have had five instead of three. I don't know. But, um, I don't know, that kid shit is, is, uh, 
It's a big one for me, man. It's really, really important. And I, I really want to have my family my way. And I don't feel like I should have to fucking settle for what's the norm nowadays, which is broken families. Father, come get the kid on the weekend. Or you see your kid whenever the baby mother feel like you can see the kid. It's just mad shit, man. It's just a lot of fucking shit that I see that I don't like. And, you know, every woman is not like that either. But, you know, even with my own friends, I see the shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't got to pass it to my kids. I can pass it to anybody. Y'all can pass it to y'all kids. They don't got to be my kids. Because my kids ain't going to listen. <laughs> they ain't going to listen. I didn't listen to shit. You couldn't tell me nothing when I was younger. Nothing. Thought I knew it all. Thought I knew everything. But imagine a little me. Oh. I would love to see it, though. It'd be interesting. It'd be cool. But it got to be right. The right woman, the right situation, the right circumstance, the right time. You know what I'm saying? That I do control. You know, you, have, you, can, you, can, you can control things. Control them. That's like a key to life. You don't stress what you can't control, and what you can't control, you keep control. Don't stress what you can't control. What you can't control, you keep control. Makes life a lot easier that way. A lot of people have a lot of chaos in their life because there's a lot of uncontrollable things in it. There's people in, the, in your life that have a, a pull on you and you have a responsibility to. So you, you got to move a way you might not want to because of how complicated your life may be. Like if niggas got baby mothers coming up and this Mother's Day, salute to all the mothers. Mother's Day's coming up. You got baby mothers. You got to do a lot of like work. And yo, even your own moms. Be thank yo, love your mothers out there. You only get one. You only get one. You got to beef with your moms, fix that shit. You know, that's trash. We don't, nah, any problem with mommy don't exist. Ain't no problem. Mommy's always right. How do you deal with family or friends that owe you money? What is money? What is money? What is the money going to do? If they don't pay you back, so what? If they do pay you back, you're never going to look at them the same anyway. You're going to look at them differently regardless. Like, it's like the dude said in um, a Bronx tale. He was chasing this dude up the street for $20. He's like, fuck it. He's out your life for $20. Fuck that guy. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel about it. Owe me money, nigga. Wouldn't... I'll make it again. You know, it'd be principle behind it. Niggas be getting too, like, shit like that. Like, that. you could brush the shit like that off depending on the amount. Now, if a nigga owe you, like, 10, 20,000, you got to start looking at yourself. You bugging. You gave a nigga that kind of money not knowing he, he could definitely give it back to you. But if it's a small amount of money, fuck them and fuck that money. If you ducking me for $50, keep ducking me. Go your way. You can keep the $50, bro. I'm not about to stress you for $50 fucking dollars. Not about to stress myself for that either. The nigga not answering the phone. He owe me $50. That's you he had. You hear how petty that sounds? $50? And it's your friend you gave it to? Like, do you really care about the money that much? If you did, you wouldn't have gave it to him. You got to hold yourself accountable at that point. Fuck you gave it to him for. I thought he was going to pay me back. Well, that's what you get for thinking, nigga. 
Yeah, a Mother's Day Sunday. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. If there's any mothers in here, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to my mother. Speak to her every day. If I don't call her, she makes sure she call me. And she go hear from her boy once a day. She gonna make sure of it. <laughs> Send something to my cash app. That's my mother's favorite shit right now. That's her. I need to get that on a t-shirt and give it to her. Send something to my cash app. I'm like, who the, whoever the fuck put you on the cash app go out to see me. For real. You gonna stop this shit. Come on. Um, let me see. We've been in here hour 20. Damn, hour 20. Didn't feel like it. I'm happy to be back home, though. Uh, Gigi had a good birthday. She says thank you to everybody that wished a happy birthday yesterday. Um, yeah, I'm happy to be home. I was in Georgia for 10 days, bro. Love Georgia. Love the peacefulness and the silence of it. But uh, it's fucking boring, man. It's boring. I'm a city boy, man. I got to be in my city. I got to be able to walk around, see people walking around. You know. They drive everywhere. Like You don't go nowhere without driving. You get up and go fucking get juice. You got to go drive and get it. There's no store. You go to the store. Where? What store? Gas station open. You should open with the gas station. That's the store. Walmart, that's the store. You might have to get on the highway just to go to a Walmart. Just in the middle of the night. It's inconvenient, man. That's just too much work. Fuck. I don't know. Maybe when I'm old. Maybe when I'm older, like 50, I move down south. Where down south, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, mean, I would love Florida. Florida's always hot. It's beach weather and shit like that. Somewhere nice. Oh, Toronto. Thank you. Shade the Dawn. I appreciate that, bro. Toronto. I've never been to Canada. I would love to go, though. I would love to go to Canada. Toronto. Or anywhere. Canada is a whole country. I would love to just go. I'm going to start traveling a lot more this year, too, man. It's time. With all these restrictions and shit coming up. Start traveling more, like even locally, different states, shit like that. Just start taking road trips. You got to start doing something. Definitely excited for the Cole album next week. Very excited. That's what I'm hearing, man. Canada got the, got the good smokes, man. See? I'm definitely doing a Colorado trip, too. Definitely doing a uh, Colorado. I hear, I'm, hear, I'm hearing good things, Denver. Denver, if I got any Denver listeners, I'm hearing great things about your city, and I want to see it. All right? I don't even give a fuck if it's snowing. I want to go. Legal weed in Den Colorado, and, and the little snow cabin and all that. To the Bay? Yo, man, listen. I'm going to explore California. It's coming. i only been to L.A. I've never been to the Bay. I'm coming. I want to go. Definitely want to go. It just seemed like y'all niggas is the fun side of California. L.A. is too tough. L.A. LA is fucking tough. A lot of, you got to be careful and shit. Like, even, I don't know how the Bay is. I don't know if it's like that, too. But from what I've seen, I don't get that vibe from them. I just see people happy and vibing. I don't see the tough shit. You know what I mean? I'm going to explore California, though. I'm going to do San Diego. I'm going to go to fucking San Jose. I'm going to go to San Francisco. I'm going to go to Oakland. I want to do all that shit. 
Wanna do all that. I want to see a Warriors game. And and where they where, where the Warriors play now? Are they still in Oakland? Wherever the Warriors moved to, I know they moved. I don't know where they moved. I want to go see the Warriors play for real while Steph Curry's still alive and playing. I want to see that man in real life. I've never seen Steph Curry play face-to-face. I got a bucket list for that, too. For players I've never seen in real life. I've seen LeBron. See, look. Having a party and having a good time, man. L.A. too tough, man. LA, LA too th- and L.A. so small. Like, y'all niggas, why y'all so angry in this little area? The fuck? But yeah. Everybody should come to New York, though. If you've never been to New York, you should 100% come here. Ah, the Warriors in San Francisco now. Okay. Ain't in Oakland no more. Y'all should definitely come to New York. People from the South, y'all be acting scary. Y'all need people from the South. Y'all need to come up here. Come see the city, man. I know y'all be tired and shit because y'all don't walk much. <laughs> but y'all can come up here. You know what I'm saying? See the city life. Try to adjust. I love when I see tourists out here and I can tell they from another, they from Texas or some shit. And where y'all from, man? Oh, we from Virginia? Okay. All right. The jean shorts. Yeah. Yeah. The jean short. And yeah, those is the, those the true flight 45s. Yeah. Yeah. We used to settle when I used to work in foot action. So, you know, yeah, I remember when you bought those 2018. Yeah. We used to have those on clearance. But no, do your thing, bro. Enjoy the city. Stay out that BBQs. That is not fucking food. <laughs> you know? So, you know. People from the South, you can tell them a mile away, boy. It ain't the hairstyle, it's the accent and the teeth. You can tell a nigga from Memphis when he got gold in his mouth. You from Tech, you from Tennessee, bro? Man, how you knew that, man? Ah, uh, yeah, I had a feeling. A lot of gold. <laughs> a lot of gold teeth. New Orleans niggas, too. New Orleans niggas' clothes be big as fuck. They still think Juvie about to come to the project. Nigga, tighten it up. Come on, man. Yo, you know what's crazy too? I gotta. Mm, I'm gonna just say this because I feel like it's so. It's just something I like to say. Been to New York twice, London City. Thank you, bro. See, I gotta. I gotta. Um, it's, I, I don't want to offend anybody. I love my black women, right? I love my black women. Love my sisters. Now, this is not no black hate, no shit like that, right? But to me, to me. Doesn't it feel like, like Jamaican women act like gay men, or do gay men act like Jamaican women? Am I bugging? Because Jamaican women are very aggressive, and I feel like, like, I don't never get no like. I mean, not all of them, not all of them, but rough Jamaican women are fucking rough. Why are y'all so rough? Y'all, y'all fought UFC. Like, what, what's wrong with y'all? Rough, rough, just, just handle you like a fucking piece of shit. Rough Jamaican women. And I love Jamaicans. Love Jamaican. I don't got no beef with Jamaican, but that's what I get from some of them rough women. The rough, they're like, now when I say rough women, I'm talking about the ones that bleach their skin and they wear the, the outlandish hair. They remind me of, the, you know, 
the dress up guys. That's just me. I could never date a Jamaican woman. I don't know. I never have. I'm never. They always be too mean for me. Like, I don't know. And you would think they're from such a beautiful place, but some of them be from the slum them. Yeah. They be rough, man. Maybe it's just me. Maybe they just rough with me. I don't know. I don't fuck with them, though. But yeah, come to New York. If you're down south and you've never been up here, you need to come. Um, I'm trying to go to L.A. in June. I think that's going to happen. So, um, see, I'm not bugging. I'm telling you, it come off rough. I'm not, listen, I'm not wilding. I've been born and raised in Brooklyn my whole life. Jamaican women are mean. Enough is enough. They fucking rough, too. They rough. Their skin be all fucked up. Be having cuts all on their legs. Like, would you climbing trees naked back home, back a foreign? Feet be looking crazy. And I, I barely seen Jamaican women with pretty feet. Now listen, I'm saying this and I'm not, I'm not trying to be ignorant. I'm just saying, I'm just saying off my own, my own uh and in, 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 uh you know <laughs> my own analysis. There's no proof to this. This is just things I make up in my mind. Please don't take this as facts. Um, yeah, but uh, you know, Jamaican women are very mean. Yeah, white, t- white toenails can't save a Jamaican woman feet. They feet be rough, boy. And why they always got that long fucking big toenail? Jamaican women, if you in this live, why y'all big toenail be so long? What the fuck is that? Why did y'all do that? I hate that shit. I hate That's how you could tell a woman Jamaican she got that long big toenail and that shit polished the fuck up? Oh, my God. Boy. Trinity girls are nice. Trinity girls are always nice to me. I don't got no beef with Trinity girls. They used to their men jumping on them from the top turnbuckle on some street. Yeah, why y'all dance like that? Like, what, what happened? What, where that came from? Y'all just be watching WWE back in Jamaica and just like, yo, and the next party, I'm going to fucking dive on you from the top speaker and you got to shake like I killed your ass. Bet. Do it. I'm going to have on capris. Nigga, I'm ready. They just be in there, just ECW all in the party. But that's their culture. I'm American. I don't understand everything, and I don't, I don't force my way into things that's not for me. You know what I'm saying? I don't be at y'all events making fun of it. I don't talk about none of y'all culture shit. I don't do that. I don't, I, that's ignorant. That's not my world. But I'll tell you this shit. That long toenail Jamaican ladies, please get that shit chiseled down. Why y'all keep coming in the nail salon telling the lady, no, 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 don't cut my toenail. Cut everything else. Leave that big one. What are y'all, what are y'all trying to do? Is it a weapon? Like, are you trying to wear a bigger size shoe and the only way it'll fit is if that toenail was right there? Yo, Jamaica's gonna tear me up, man. They gonna kill me. Bro, I don't even eat Jamaican food, bro. And I know people are like, what? Like, bro, I, I don't. I'm sorry. And I don't eat oxtail. I had it twice in my life and I didn't like it. I've tried it. People are like, you ever tried it though? I've tried it. I didn't like it. Sorry. I didn't like it. I'm American as a motherfucker. I put ketchup on my mac and cheese. What do you want me to do? 
<laughs> I like grits. I don't eat porridge. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like grits with cheese in it, salt, pepper. Scoop it up with a biscuit. You know what a biscuit is? Not a dumpling, a biscuit. Shit from Popeye's, but better. You make those from scratch in, in, in the country. No? You don't get them from KFC. I know Jamaicans love KFC. Yo, and, and the people keep coming back to the Jamaican restaurant. I don't know if they intimidate y'all to go back, but you go in there and the service be terrible, but the food be good. And I think they know, like, nigga, if the food good, they gonna come back. So they just like, fuck it, let these, get these niggas attitude. Talk to them how you want. If you don't feel like making it, we don't have it. Yeah, can I get a jerk? We don't have that. Damn, I didn't even fucking say chicken or nothing. I, you, so you don't have nothing, jerk? Go ahead, say it. Jerk chick, we don't have it. Talk to the manager. Manager, I'm the manager. What do you want? And it's like, yo, what do I do? I leave? <laughs> do I leave? Do I just take this abuse and get my food? You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you do? People just be like, you know what? Just give me this and I'll just wait. I, I don't know. I never had Jamaican food in Cali. I never even thought about getting Jamaican food in Cali. Anytime I go to Cali, I want the Mexican food. You know the Mexican food slap in the West Coast. The Mexican food slap. That's that's all. I would just want tacos, bro. I don't I don't want none of that all this extra shit. I don't want no Jamaican food in LA. Don't want that. I don't want no fucking golden crow. I don't want no nah. Don't give me no Jamaican food in California. Nah. Nah. Give me the tacos, bro, with a truck, and that's it. And then I'm going to the cookie store. <laughs> and I'm going to go to Melrose, and I might browse a little something. Yeah, I'm browse. I'm going to try not to buy nothing. I can't wait to go back to Kelly. Man, the tacos in Cali is different. I don't give a fuck what, how many Taco Tuesdays you've been into in New York. It ain't shit. It ain't shit. Go to Cali and find one of them taco trucks, nigga. <laughs> Man. Nigga, with the corn, nigga? With the corn? Gotta eat the corn. You gotta get the corn, bro. Come on. I eat the corn. You ain't can't digest it, but the shit good. Fuck it. Be corn in your shit for four days. I don't care. That corn was fire. <laughs> the corn was fire, bro. Don't fuck about shit that shit out the rest of the month. It's worth it. Fucking worth it. Um, let me see. How much time I got on this live? It don't even tell you. Uh, let me see. We got, we got 95 minutes. I don't even want to play no new music this week, but I have, I'm a, I mean, I might, I'm going to play something. I, yeah, I ain't going to play some old shit. Play some old. I'm listening to old shit today. And I was bugging. I put in my story, Tony Yayo album was a classic. I was, I, I, I was writing fast. I was very high. Okay, let me excuse myself. It was a classic moment in hip-hop. It was a lot of anticipation for Tony Yayo's first album. And when it came out in 05, it was a hot album. It was one of the best albums to drop in 05, one of the hottest albums. He didn't sell great, but he did okay. It, it was a, he had hit records on there. Tony Yayo was a moment. And for people to sit there and act like that's bullshit is bullshit. Tony Ayo had a moment. 
So, but forgive me, the album is not a classic. It was a classic moment. Okay? That's it. But yeah, I'm going to end this live, man. Yo, thank y'all for coming through on the live. I'll be back next week um, on another live. I'm not even going to save that one. If y'all didn't see that live, you fucking missed it. What do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah, I deleted it. It's, it's not there. You, you know. If you missed the live, you fucking missed it. But you can hear the show. It's all here. You know, it's all audio. This is where it really matters. Here, where you listen. Oh, shit. How the fuck could I forget? How the fuck could I forget? The Joe Budden Podcast is back. What the fuck? They figured it out. Now, how could I not talk about this? Oh man, I've been wanting to talk about this since since oh I went oh I, oh well look at this long and pod. I was just about to rap, but no, now we gotta talk about this. Now, the Joe Bunny podcast, which is one of my favorite podcasts, for six weeks they had a fallout with uh the co-hosts and everything like that. And uh Rory and Maul were not on the show and Joe replaced them. Um so they have since came back and welcome back, Rory Maul. This week, they were on vacation, so there's no episodes this week. They said that. And I'm not promoing them. This is the world. This is probably the top podcast in podcasting and one of the top five. But um, I'm happy those guys got it together. Now, I'm not going to get into the story of what happened and what was said. You can go and you can listen to their podcast. Ooh, excuse me. They addressed everything. They talked about why, what each thing happened and everything. No need for me to recap that. So um. Yeah, I just wanted to mention that. And I want to say this too. In business, when you do business with your friends, you have to always keep it friend first. Because if you keep it business, it's when it gets dirty. Now, people are probably like, nah, you got to keep it business. No, no, not with your friends. If you're business partners, the friendship comes first because if we weren't friends, we wouldn't be in business. Right or wrong. You don't go into business with strangers, right? So you keep the respect there. Maul talked about that. And I was like, yo, this is why I fuck with Maul. He said everything, you know, all the other shit was cool and money. I don't care about none of that. It's the respect still there. Because at the end of the day, it's about respect. So here it is. When you do business with your friends, it has to stay friends first. And the reason I say that is because the respect is there as a friend. You're not going to do your friend dirty if you're a real friend. Now, understand, money changes people, but it really doesn't. It makes people more of what they already are. So if a person is a piece of shit, they're going to become a bigger piece of shit. If a person is an arrogant fuck, he's going to be more arrogant. Okay? All it does is expose who you are more. It magnifies it. You've been a piece of shit, but now you're a piece of shit with a million dollars. Watch out now. Holy shit. You thought he was fucking grimy already. You know, that's all it's about right there. So keep it, keep your friendship shit tight. You know, me and my boy do the black gap. We keep the respect there. We might argue, we might disagree. From time to time, we do disagree on designs and releases and certain things we might be brainstorming about, different things we want to do and different visions we may have for certain items, um, things we want to do with the brand, all kinds of different things that we discuss and you know, we um we we go back and forth, but we always keep the respect as men 
and as friends first. It's not about the money. It's never about the money. It's about understanding. Okay? Sometimes we disagree and we can agree to disagree and we can move on amicably. It's possible. This is my friend first. If I lost him as a friend, I would be hurt. If I lost the business, I can make another business. But finding a real good friend is not easy. And I think Joe really needs to sit down and listen to his friends and understand he's wrong. You know, I see a lot of myself in Joe, which is why I like the podcast so much. Um, it's unfortunate that Joe, at his age, has not seen the error in his ways as of yet. And he doesn't understand that sometimes you got to be the bigger person. And sometimes you just got to let things be. Now, when you're trying to be the boss of people that are supposed to be your friends, it's never going to work in your favor. Because they don't look at you as a boss because I didn't meet you as my boss. I met you as my friend. So I'm expecting you to be my friend in certain sense situations. Whereas if we can't argue and debate as friends, then we're not friends for real. And if I come to you as a friend and I tell you some real shit and you disrespect and disregard that, I can't fuck with it. You know, he gave a lot of apologies. You know, half-heartedly, I feel. I didn't, I didn't hear the sincerity in Joe's apologies. I feel like he was apologizing because he's hearing it back and it's like, oh, that was foul. I shouldn't have did that. But he didn't understand why um, he shouldn't have had guest hosts while they were going through their thing. And he didn't understand that. Now, Parks is another one talking about, oh, you know, I didn't understand. You know, it's a business. You know what I'm saying? It's a business, so... We got employees up here. People got to get paid. Nobody said y'all ain't couldn't work. Nobody said y'all couldn't find shit to do in the meantime. Nobody said y'all couldn't film content with Joe and Parks. But to replace them was, was, a, was, a, was a bit disrespectful. So, you know. But anyway, y'all can listen to that on your own. Um, summer's coming faster than we know. It's about to be Memorial Day soon. Woo! I just put the AC in the window this afternoon, biatch. I'm ready. Just put the AC in the window this afternoon. Swapped out the winter shit out the closets. Had to take all that winter shit out. Uh, varsity jackets. Nah, we not doing that. No. Let's get tees and crew necks in here. Let's get these jeans out of here. I might not wear jeans till September, nigga. Are you dumb? Are you dumb? Straight shorts and crew necks till it get hot enough for shorts and t-shirts. Fuck you talking about? Your legs is out. I don't give a fuck if it's 58 degrees. It's May. Now, ladies, with this uh, hot girl summer, y'all not built. And I've been wanting to say this for This hot girl summer that y'all predicting is going to be, you know, women be thinking they can just control them. They, they, they think they, get, they, think they, 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 they run something. They don't understand your emotions, baby. Your emotions own you. Hot girl summer. So unless it's you ain't you plan on getting no sex, I suggest y'all pack that shit up. You know why I say that? Because there will be a lot of love found this summer. A lot of love. Girls gonna be in love by July 4th. They gonna meet a nigga Memorial Day weekend, stay in contact with him, come home, go on date. By 4th of July, she sprung. By 4th of July, he probably going to be, she'd have fucked 
And you know women are loyal to who they fucking. So all this hot girl summer shit mean is niggas for the first couple months, it's a lot of available pussy. The first nigga to get her is the nigga that got her for the whole summer. Bro, they're not built to fuck two, three different niggas all summer. Not all of them. Not all of them. Very few. Women are loyal to who they fucking. So meaning if she fucking me, she ain't thinking about fucking nobody else because she fucking me. So when I'm not acting right, she just going to be in a bad mood. Hot girl summer where? <laughs> Hot girl summer where when you, when you, you falling for somebody by 4th of July? Oh, you didn't plan on that though. Yeah, I know. Remember Ron from Jersey Shore? Remember the first episode? One of the biggest rules, you don't fall in love at the Jersey Shore. What was Ron at the end of the season with Sam? The fuck out of here. Y'all not built. All of y'all are Ron and Sam. Y'all go find love all summer. Fuck out of here. And Drake dropping an album called Certified Lover Boy. Oh, he gonna have bitches in their bag. In their bag, but to be in love, though. We'll see how this plays out. Hot girl summer. Fellas, don't spend no money. Keep your money this summer. I'm telling you, save your money so your money can save you. Don't be tricking. Don't be tricking. And if her toes ain't white, she don't get no fucking drink, boy. Don't buy her no drinks if her toes ain't white. And let me tell you another motherfucking thing I've been talking about in my DMs and in my stories. This French nail shit you ladies is trying to get off. The French nail polish. Get out of here. Trash. What are you going to prom? Are you going to senior prom? Bitch, why are your toes French? Who the fuck? Your hands? Who cares? You do whatever the fuck y'all want with your hands. We don't give a fuck. Who the fuck told you French tips belong on your goddamn toes past 17? Huh? You are a grown woman with children. Take that childish shit off your fucking toes. White. Only. That's it. There's no debate. And women will argue anyway. Like, they, yo, they don't listen, bro. They won't even let us have the toes. At least let us pick the toe color. We can't do shit about your hair. Right? We can't tell you shit about nothing else. At least let us have the toe color. If we just say, hey, I like white toenail polish. Just do that. Don't give me no fucking lip. Just fucking do the shit. Don't come home with neon green like, oh, I decided to go. You just, who told you to just, what? Hey. What, do I have to start paying for your toes to have it white? Then I'll pay it. I'll pay it. If it's that, if it's, if it's, that's what it's going to be, then I will pay for it every week, every two weeks or however often you do your feet. Just let me know and I'll give you the money. Because enough. We can't tell you shit about the makeup, nothing about the hair, nothing about the eyebrows, all that, none of this extra do- doofy dumb shit y'all do. At least let us have the toes. Please. Hey, your nigga don't even want to touch your feet. Oh, you got French. Oh, no, no, no. Get your feet off me. Get your feet off me. No, I don't fucking want these feet on me. Because you know what I like, and you came over here being disobedient. See, it's disrespectful. You trying to be funny. You thought I was fucking playing. I'm not playing. I'm dead serious about these white toenails. I don't play like that. Where's your ankle bracelet? Look what you doing. What you, you coming over here halfway. You're not even proper for a nigga. I'm used to better presentation than this. I'm a man of presentation. You want to keep my attention, give me good presentation. Meaning when you present yourself to me, you be on point. Because I'm going to be on point. I know what I expect of myself. I expect no more of you than I expect of me. Presentation. 
Ladies, y'all take that to the bank. Now, I'm going to get into some songs and we going to get out of here because I gave niggas a good part, I think. <laughs> I got to listen back to this. Uh, let's see. Okay. Let's get into... I want to go back, man. I want to play some old shit, bro. Play some old shit. Some old shit. Mm. Let's get into some this. Let's play this right here.
Legendary Alicia Keys, Unthinkable. Funny story, I had a female ask me to play that song on repeat right before I fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So I did it. I had like real trash sex in that fucking slow ass song. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'll give y'all the new fire of the week. This is uh, Moneybag Yo Shatters. This is the last song, and I'm gonna get out of here. Just wanted to end it with a more upbeat tempo. To the bank, I'm like, ha ha, da da. What she saying? I heard blah blah. Wata rocks on me like I'm Tata. Baba. Can I Sip talk my shit like again? Aqua, papa, Percocet before you chopper. Chopper. Straight when it busts, you hear papa. Doctor, serving patients, I'm a trapper. Rasta, I've been running with some shotas. Go. Smoke a shark lotto in a fishbowl, wearing Prada. Yeah. Got a drink bottle from the doctor, riding with an NLE chopper. Fed. Hard on a bitch, and I said what I said. Too much blue money to go on the red. Yeah. Better get little, start using your legs. Pop, 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 hit at your head. Bop. Mad at the nigga, now she up for grabs. Single and thirsty, bougie and ghetto. Yeah. Don't wanna let go of me like a ego. Nope. Good pussy sound like you stirring Alfredo. Uh. Last nigga distance can't eat number jello. I heard he got hit with a carbon carmelo. <laughs> Haters be hot, but my chain below zero. Money keep calling, I answer like hello. Yo. La la, ha ha. Laugh to the bank, I'm like ha ha. Da da. What she saying? I heard blah blah. Watch rocks on me again? like I'm Tata. Baba, sipping lean like it's aqua. Papa, Percocet before you chopper. Chopper. When it busts, you hear papa. Doctor, serving patients, I'm a trapper. Rasta, I've been running with some shotas. Whole lot of hundreds in the safe. Blue. Way more twinners in the vacuum. Seal. What else? Niggas be cool, not straight, get no handshake if I know you squeal. Well, never made money playing safe. Oh, Had to take them risks, kick those and steal. Oh, my little men dedicated on the drill. Ow. Lay dirt all night, 12 until. Ooh. Swallow, goggle, all in the map like some tonsils. My own security, kids, she caught them. After you done, just leave all them. Sending your friend, good thing you brought them. Yeah. Mama keep calling, what? since you don't act like you got no sense, act like you got money. Funny, <laughs> red and blue, Louis, no tummy. Dummy, drippy, running. Bad. La la, ha ha, laugh to the bank, I'm like, ha ha, da da. What she saying, I heard blah blah. Why? Rocks on me like I'm Tata, Baba. Sipping lean like it's aqua, Papa. Percocet before you chopper, chopper. When it busts, you hear Papa. Doctor, serving patients, I'm a trapper. Rasta, I've been running with some shotas. Turn me up, YC. Turn me up, YC. Moneybag, yo. Yes. Okie dokie. Listen, guys. Ah, have a great weekend. Everybody enjoy, um... Your weekend. Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers once again. Thank you for all you do. You are appreciated. You can never replace mamas. Uh, I'll be back next week. 
And uh, um, next week, I think I'm uh, I think I'm uh, I ain't even gonna I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm gonna just do it. Yeah. So y'all stay tuned. Just had an idea. All right, y'all. Peace. Can I talk my shit again?